Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, and I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about thinking deep about your inner circle in midlife. Today, we're talking specifically about your relationship with the people in your inner circle, and even more importantly, what you want those relationships to be so that you don't have regrets. But first, this episode is sponsored by my free Facebook group, The Women in the Middle Community. Are you in there yet? If not, what are you waiting for? The Women in the Middle Community Facebook group is for amazing women just like you who want to continue the conversation about how to get excited about their lives again. Finally, after all these years, just go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women in the middle community and join us there. It is just not the same without you. So get your butt in there. And one more thing, I don't know if you noticed, but this is episode 98. I can't even believe it. The 100th episode is around the corner. And to celebrate, I'll be making a super cool announcement about an opportunity I know you will be excited about. I've learned so much from doing this podcast and connecting with you guys. And it has been so much fun. That's why I'm positive you will be giddy when you hear more about what I'm cooking up for you. And yes, I said giddy. You might actually pee your pants. That's how giddy I know you'll be. I'm just warning you, that's the kind of friend I am. If you had a weird black hair coming out of your chin, I'm the girl who would tell you about it and not in public like my kids. That reminds me, last week I took a kid, one of my kids, out to buy some jeans for his new job. Dress code was jeans. (laughs) We were shopping away and making fine progress. I paid at the cash register and we headed out to the car. And as I was buckling my seatbelt, I caught a glimpse of myself in the rearview mirror. To my shock and absolute horror, my chin was covered in something red. I have no clue what it was, but I'm not exaggerating when I say it was covered. It wasn't a dot. It wasn't a stripe, but it was a full-blown schmear. I said, oh my God. And I turned to my kid. Why didn't you tell me I had all this red stuff on my face? And he goes, I don't know. I thought you knew it was there. (laughs) I just sat there dumbfounded and looked at him and I'm like, dude, The next time you see something like this, the right thing to do is to tell me. You wouldn't treat your friends like that, would you? (laughs) All I could think of was, yikes, what is it with this kid? Did he really think that I thought it was cool to have red junk all over my face? Like, I honestly don't know what it was. It looked like I, I took a tube of lipstick and just smeared it all over my chin. Shocking. I'm not like that, my friend, so I'm telling you now, and you haven't even peed your pants yet. Get ready to be excited for episode 100. All right, let's dive in to your inner circle and why it's important. I'm sure it comes as no surprise that relationships are important in midlife. The thing is, 
that the way we think about relationships can actually create a situation where we don't understand that it can actually be easier than we think to be more intentional about this important part of our lives. Like so many parts of midlife, being more intentional about relationships, it's another area to focus on when it comes to regret-proofing your life. What that means is that if you're not mindful, it's easy to have regrets. It's common to have regrets about relationships, especially if you haven't expressed your true feelings or been really thoughtful about how you want to show up. So for today, I want you to think about the people in your neighborhood, so to speak. And even a little tighter than that, what I'm calling your inner circle. Here's what I mean by inner circle. I'm talking about the people in your life that you are the closest to. So if you think about a circle with a dot in the middle, that's you. And then draw three rings. The smallest ring around the dot is what I mean by inner circle. They're the people you're highly connected to, like your spouse, your partner, your kids, your parents, your siblings, maybe aunts, maybe uncles. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's your life and it's all good. Now, these are the obvious people, but the inner circle isn't the same for everyone. The next ring would be your friends. And the next ring would be your community. So you've got three rings in there your inner circle, your friends, and your community. You can see that your inner circle is in fact an inner circle, the way we're thinking about it. It's the smallest group and it's closest to you. Now, who's in your inner circle is subjective. Perhaps you have a best friend who's in your inner circle or a niece or a nephew. It's different for everyone, but the idea is that you are emotionally more involved and attached to the people in your inner circle. So who are these people for you? It may even help to write this list down. That's what I like to do. That's totally up to you too. So now you have a group of people identified. That's step one. Now let's take a few minutes and consider what a relationship actually is. When I think about this, I imagine something that connects two people. The relationship is between us, right? It's between us. But there's a problem with this concept, as I discovered. If relationships were connected in this way, they would be more likely to be perceived the same. And as we all know, relationships are not perceived in the same way. What makes way more sense is to think about a relationship as something that's from your perspective. Independent but related to the other person. And the way you perceive a relationship is just like any other thought. You think thoughts about neutral things. So the other person is what and who you have thoughts about. Our relationships are simply our thoughts about another person. Now, this concept blew my mind, so I wonder how you're doing with it right now. <laughs> I think... It's just so freeing and empowering, but when you first get your mind around it, it's like you're stretching, stretching, stretching your mind to get to like to really understand it. Your thoughts about relationships affect you in huge ways. For example, you can think your brother is amazing and have a ton of respect for him, but you can also think that your relationship with your brother isn't as strong as it used to be. 
That's your thought. And it could affect your relationship and make you feel differently. Your brother may or may not have the same thought about you or his relationship with you. And then you know what happens next. You start making judgments and have expectations about your relationship with your brother, right? Or any relationship. And when you think thoughts like this, that he should call me more often so I can be happier, or that he should call me more often so I could feel closer, or so I could feel more loved, that kind of thing. So even if you both say you feel the same way, it's impossible to determine this. Thoughts create feelings. In this example, your brother's thoughts create his feelings. Your thoughts about him create yours. But there's not like a relationship line in between. Your relationship is really just your thinking about him. So crazy, right? I didn't think about relationships this way until the last few years doing this work, but shifting the concept of relationships really changes everything because you get your power back, not your power over the relationship. Not like that. You can't control anyone or their behavior. I'm sure you've started to figure that out if you hadn't figured it out already. But your power about your emotional response to your thoughts about relationships, which are thoughts about people. So you get to think what you want. It's not dependent on anyone else. It's dependent only on your thinking. It can get totally confusing because It's so common to think that your thoughts about other people are because of what they do or what they say or how they act. But if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you'll recognize that these kinds of things, what they do, what they say, and how they act are what we call circumstances or just things that happen. They're neutral. They are just facts and they have no meaning until we have a thought about them. That's where the emotion comes from. What we make stuff mean. And boy, the meaning tends to come really fast because to complicate the mix, we have all kinds of expectations and judgments about what we think our people should do so that we can feel more loved or feel respected or feel happier, that sort of thing, right? So again, you can see that when you're really clean, or super clear that your thinking about your special person is what creates your feelings. When you get that, you're free of all the drama. You can feel happier. You can feel more loved. You can feel more respected anytime you want because those feelings of yours will come from what you think about your person. Remember, your relationships are really just a bunch of thoughts about your person. So you can feel happier right now. You don't have to wait for your person to do something or to say something for you to feel this way. That's the shift. You can think something right now about this relationship and experience the joy of feeling happier. It's the same with feeling loved or feeling connected. I love thinking about feeling connected because it really shakes up the way I used to think about relationships with some kind of an imaginary wire or line between me and the other person. You can feel connected to your person right now, regardless of whether or not your person feels connected to you. 
This is because your thoughts about your person create your feeling of being connected, not the person. Crazy. You generate the feeling and you can do it whenever you want. How great is that? There's no invisible line connecting you. Your relationship really comes down to your thoughts about your person in your beautiful brain, your brain, your thoughts. Okay, so what does this mean for your inner circle, you might be thinking? Let's go back to those amazing people on your list. I'm sure you love them like crazy, right? And feel grateful that they're in your life. But are you intentional about your relationship with each of them? What I see with so many women in the middle is that the answer is no, not because you're careless, not because you don't want to, and not because you don't love them, but because of several other reasons. First, most midlife women aren't as intentional about life as they want to be in the first place, relationships included. Second, it's common to not even be aware that it's possible to be more intentional about some of the relationships we have with the people we're the closest to. And third, most of us don't appreciate that the power to do this is with your thinking. Yep, you can be more intentional with your inner circle people if you want. You can make the decision to take action all by yourself. So what this really means is you can decide how you want to show up in each of these inner circle relationships on purpose and make sure you don't have regrets about not having done so. How about that? This means you taking full control of yourself and the way you decide you want to think, to feel, and to act with the important people in your life. Notice I mentioned the idea of having regrets. Remember, one of the most common regrets people have is that they haven't expressed their true emotions to the people they love. And this is a great example of you showing up and behaving the way you really want to. It's independent of your inner circle person doing anything other than just being. Your person can just be and you can show up the way you want. You can take charge of your relationship with that amazing person because your relationship with them is a compilation of your thoughts about them. Now, I don't know about you, but I think this is pretty much the best news ever. So here are seven steps to get you started being more intentional about the relationships with your inner circle people. Step one, decide who your inner circle people are. It's your list and it's completely subjective. The idea is that these are the most important people in your life. Step two, think about what regrets you would actually have with these relationships with these people. Again, totally subjective. Maybe you didn't share how you really felt with your mom or that you didn't spend enough time together. Maybe that you weren't there for your sister when she really needed you. Maybe you never told your partner that you were grateful to be together. Whatever it is for you, it's perfect because this awareness will help guide you. Step three, assess where your relationship is now with each person. However you define it, is fine. Remember, your relationship is based on your thinking about that person. So just assess what's going on in your mind. Step four, ask yourself where you want to be with each relationship. 
And you might even say, where do, you, where do I want to be in five years? Where do I want to be in 10 years? Be honest. Really think about it and notice the gap between where you are and where you want to be. The gap will define your focus going forward. Step five, ask yourself what's preventing you from being there now. When something comes up for you and you ask yourself that question, don't squish it down. Really be authentic. Allow it to come through. Be honest with yourself. Be on the lookout for negative judgments and expectations. Perhaps it's hard for you to accept certain things about that person. You'll have opinions and thoughts for sure, right? The truth will help you overcome the obstacles that have stopped you in the past. Step six, brainstorm ways to overcome the reasons you're not stepping up in these relationships yet. For example, if you're forgetful, go out of your way to remember special dates and events and calendar them to follow up. If you only use Facebook to reach out and want to actually talk more, make sure to phone or use Messenger to call or use video to chat. If you find yourself being judgmental about how your person does something, instead of being annoyed, try curiosity. So just brainstorm ways to overcome the reasons that get in your way. Step seven, take action and make a commitment to yourself to create the relationships you want on purpose. What does this mean for you? What obstacles came up? Does it mean you'll be calling more, initiating more get-togethers, expressing your feelings, remembering and following up about details in your person's life? Those are just starters, but be specific. What will you do and on what schedule? Take this seriously and use your calendar to help track your commitment and help you focus. These strategies and steps are quite specific and will help you move your relationships forward so you're less likely to have regrets. You can feel however you want immediately. Your thoughts create your feelings. Relationships are based on your thoughts about your special people. When you take full responsibility for your emotions, it is so much easier to give, to love, and to show up in your relationships in a purposeful, meaningful way. This is what regret-proofing your life is all about. That's it for this episode. My focus as a midlife coach is to help you get excited about your life again. That means you have to get better at thinking on purpose, being the queen of your brain domain, supervising your brain with abandon, helping yourself create the results and outcomes that you really want in your life. I'm excited to hear about what you do with all of this helpful information. Make sure to send me an email at info at Check out the show notes with more information and links at www.susierosenstein.com. Get your free ebook, Nine Secrets to Get Unstuck in Your 50s. It's waiting for you. Just go to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash nine secrets. And finally, if you like what you've heard on today's episode, just head over to the Women in the Middle podcast on iTunes and leave me a review, which of course is greatly appreciated. Let's do this, ladies, one bold and brave thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening.